Many years have passed since a fellowship of light battled the shadow creature at the Grey Haven. Now the heroes find themselves in an unknown land where they discover a man in black is wreaking havoc. Undeath follows him wherever he goes, and long-forgotten legends rise again having been possessed by his evil. Join the players of this Dungeons & Dragons campaign as they attempt to stop the man in black as he collects artifacts both on and off the Lonely Isle. Welcome to Tolerasia in part two of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Rise of the Mormon. Uh, last session we were not in prison, right? We escaped the session before that? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So this is the third session. Okay, so the first session we were all in prison and then this man in black, who we thought was the man in black, at first that'll come to light in a little bit. He's a little more grayish, uh, maybe a charcoal, a man in charcoal. Anyways, he came to he came to rescue us and, and we uh, flew the coop, finding out that there... The thing that we were looking for before was the, was the Master Palantiri, or was it one of them? Anyways, the Master Palantiri had been taken from a tower, or from the cell. That, was it a huge tower? It was the big tower, yeah. Big tower. It was the big tower, right. So that was taken from the top, and uh, what is it? The, it's not the magistrate, is it? It's the regent. The regent. I always to, to Vic, it's always the magistrate. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Call the magistrate. <laughs> So the regent is uh, always, uh, oh, sorry, he's been corrupt by the shadow, apparently. Uh, and so we decided to try and follow the uh, the next course of action, which was going to, the hell's the name of that place? Like well, you, went to the, you went to the Cottage of Lost Play, is that what you're looking for? Yeah, first, yeah, first we went to the Cottage of Lost Play, and then they gave us some tips as to where to go for, uh, uh, what the hell? You, you find the Palantiri or figure out what was going on with it? Yeah, so you, you went there to, um, to, to go to the Library of Cortirian, so you could find out more information, possibly look in the Golden Book. Um, right, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, they were going to tell us to go look in the Golden Book and, and, and figure out what we were going to do next. But then now that we got to uh, Cartarian, the Golden Book is gone. The Man in Black was there. There were a couple of uh, beasts that we ran into that were, what were they, ice guys? Yeah, they were ice guys. Were ice yeah, guys. And then Ilfrin Littlefoot asked, or Littleheart asked us to search for the mallet for the gong. Right. Uh, yes, oh, the, yeah, gong, the gong of Tombo. Do you want to, um, while you have the quest journal open, Spriggs, do you want to talk about the, the quest items that haven't been covered? Uh, so we haven't found the Master Palantiri yet. We're still looking for that. The man in black has it. Um, the golden book was taken by him as well. Um, they think the golden book has some like arcane rituals in it, possibly yeah. to sort of mimic the, the ritual that you guys did in Middle Earth to open the, a hole to the vo in the void. Yeah, uh, to get us to Talbor, right? Um, not to get us to Talbor. That that part of your quest journal is, um, I mean, possibly it could get you to Talbor, but um, you are looking for Talbor, which is, anybody? Uh, oh, Talbor is the, uh, the... Is that the ship? No, that was the, the burial place on the, uh, not altar, but... Uh, Stone of the Hapless. Stone of the Thank Hapless. Thank you, Stone of the Hapless, yeah. Gotcha. Which, which is the burial place of Turin Turnabar. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna find out more about turn tonight. Um, so the last thing that that um, you guys did in the last session was um, Meryl, who was the keeper of Cortirian in the library. There, she said that the shadow tried to forge a weapon, and she, um, and 
she said basically, you know, if you want to find out more about um, uh, Turin Turinbar, the Stone of the Hapless, um, and, you know, we don't have the Golden Book anymore, so you need to seek out uh, one of our lore masters. And Gil Fannin in Tavrobel is is really he's the one of the eldest elves in in Erisea. Uh He lives at the House of a Hundred Chimneys. And uh, so they sent you to Tavrobel to to meet Gilfannon, and that was this is the last map that we had open in our last session. So you're you're here to seek out Gilfannon to find out more about the Stone of the Hapless or Talber, and uh, find out about any of your other things that we just talked about, your quest items. Um, so so you're here, and um, anything for the else for the good of the order before I start tonight's narrative? Um. No, I don't think so. Okay, uh, before Gil Fannin uh, greets you, let's everybody, let's make, um, so you, you're starting today um, at the House of a Hundred Chimneys, and you need to start off um, doing your Blighted Lands checks for having traveled here. So you need two Blighted Lands checks, uh, which is a Wisdom 15 DC save. Uh, Abby, if you want to click on your token, and um, actually, could somebody else do that for Riken? It might be easier. Yeah. Uh, Vic said he'd do it for Riken. Um, yeah, but um, it's okay. Don't worry about this part of it. So that's more Loman. So he's a pass once. I have Riken up right now. Okay, you guys just... I'll, I'll let you sort of... You, you guys can keep track of this. Um, somebody tell Abby whether she uh, she passes it, and um, I can I can I can record for Riken. How many do you say? Two. And Tessero needs to do um, two additional days worth of his um, trauma rolls. Balls. All right. So Riken Riken passed with those days. Riken passed them both. Great. Okay. So Abby, what we what we do when we travel in blighted lands lands that are affected by the shadow, um, we the, the characters have to basically make a like a fortitude save almost to, to <laughs> you know or they're affected by the lands the what's the dc tessera 15 oh, oh shit no that that was for my second one though which has a dc of eight oh, okay all right yeah Jared, yeah uh, sorry did, did you say we traveled a couple days two days two days so does that mean we got long rest then no, I, I don't. I don't okay. think you. You guys haven't opted. I mean, if if you want to take the long rest, that's up to you. You guys opted to not take a long rest. Take yeah. A short, um, yeah. Um, if you want to take a long rest, um, I I hadn't planned for that. I remember I said it's, you told me you wanted to do a short rest, and yeah. and I was sort of planned for that. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't realize we were traveling a couple of days. But that's okay. Fine. So then everybody will. Well, no, because that's after. Well, no, I got to read that fucking ability. Um, you want to tell Abby, Jared? I added two she more. Oh, I added two more things to your bar. One of them's gonna be unarmed, no fury, and one of them's gonna be unarmed fury. So if you like swing with your sword and you miss on either one of the attacks, you get to like unarmed strike the person. Um, so if you're in battle fury mode, you'll use one with fury and without fury, without fury. So, so basically, if you if you are fighting and it's your, I say it's your turn, and you and you're you're in fury, and you click the sword button, the the battle raging sword button up top uh-huh. and you miss you get to click another button that's uh, unarmed. And those shouldn't be showing up as like separate buttons or anything, right? I still have just the four buttons showing uh, that's uh, right. Click click off of him and then click back on him and they'll both pop up the top. Yeah, it's some new ones. Yeah. So you gotta that's click off of your token. Oh okay, yep, I see him now. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So, did anybody fail any of their blighted lands rolls? I've got to do mine. Oh, yeah, I'm on mine now. So, uh, Morloman failed one, so I added that to his list. Okay. Did he? Did you see where he was keeping track? Yep. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And I failed both of mine. Oh, jeez. Oh man. Wait until wait until Vern start isn't is miserable and has a bout of madness. I'm at four out of twelve right, right now. <sighs> you have four points or four left? I have four total. Okay. And 12 is my wisdom score, so... <laughs> MJ. <laughs> MJ just got shot with a Nerf gun by his wife. Are you here, MJ? Yeah, man, she's vicious. Yeah. <laughs> she came around a corner and blasted me. Just, yeah. She's a woman, you can't um, touch her. Everybody also has 14 temporary hit points at the start right, of this. So, so, Abby, click on your token, and in the, in the blue circle, you can click in the blue circle and okay. put... 14. Did you say 14, Vic? Yep, 14, because I gained a little. Okay. So these are these are hit points on top of your 99. Is there uh, a way to link that to the uh, character sheet? You can, yep, yeah, you yeah. can. Under temporary hit points, but it doesn't actually add it to your max. You have to just, like, manually take them off. Yep. Just late in the game, when we get hit, we get hit for more than 14 most of the time anyway, so it just sponges some of the first hit. Yep. Alright, so you guys arrive at the House of 100 Chimneys. Um, on, you've been traveling for 8 days. You are, uh, it's April 20th. 23rd. The full, the first full moon that Faradir is going to have to weather is um, on day 14, so on April 29th. So he has about six days left before he is going to transform into the wolf. Can I ask you uh, something about that? Yeah. Does he need to see the moon for that? No. Okay. Nope, he does not. Which is balls because of this. Because what? Because <laughs> oh. I could have put clouds up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good, good idea. But, I mean, he may not even be outside, you know. Um, all right, so Gilfanon um, greets you at the door. He looks a little disheveled. Um, he's an elf. Let me show you what he looks like here. I'm going to pop something up on your screen. Uh, and he's going to look a little bit like Loki. Oh, no. Oh. He's got reindeer ah. games going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he comes to greet you, but he, again, his hair is a little disheveled. Um, he, he looks a little... Um, uh, he's kind of speaking erratically a little bit, and he... He says, he says, please, please come inside. He says, take a look behind you. There's a, there's a foul wind uh, here uh, uh, in Tavro Bell. He says, see, do, you, do you see the, the discolored uh, fog moving on the wind behind you? Is that the purple stuff? Yeah, yeah. He says, okay. uh, he says it's called the evil breath. And uh, some of you, actually, Vic, you would know like firsthand what the evil breath is if you want to look at your lore cards. Um, what will I'll move you all and if you agree to go inside I'll move you inside and you and you can tell everybody what the evil breath is yeah sure everybody else okay with going inside yeah, yeah. sure so as we're going in I say in the first stage the evil an evil wind came out of Angband and poisoned the people of Dorloman among those who died was Turn Turnbar's little sister um, so so if you guys you guys can move yourself inside he he kind of moves himself through the house and it's like it's like barren sparse like um, uh, it almost looks like no one lives here. Um, and he like, he like shuts up the, the doors and the windows. He makes like, he double checks all the windows to make sure everything is closed. Um, and he says, uh, he says, you must, you must be the ones that have traveled from, from middle earth. Uh, the Nos Glenador. Um, I, 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 he says, are you, are you trailing? Are you following the shadow? We're trying to. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. Um, he, he's, he's, he's come this way. Um, 
and 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 you can tell that he's had a negative impact on on uh, on this area on our, on our home and on our our. Um, he says even the the flora and fauna have been affected, and he says. Unfortunately, those that I keep have also been affected by the shadow. I start playing a little song to try and soothe him because he's, uh, it looks like he's pretty shaken up. He is, yeah. So you do a performance check. Okay. Do you, um, does he have any knowledge of like where the shadow is now? Um, he, he said that, um, so he sits down when, when Vic starts playing and he, you see him like he's like, uh, when you address him, he kind of like, he kind of like, sits up with a start like like he was trying to um not not like not that he was asleep but that he was like almost like elves do in D&D like when they go into a trance um, and uh, he was startled out of it and he says um yeah the sh- the shadow when i um when i saw the shadow pass and the evil wind uh, the evil breath was upon us i I locked myself inside, but Meryl sent word that you were coming. Um, so he says, um, the evil breath is not something um, that we've seen here in Erisea before. Uh, only those in Beleriand have, have seen it firsthand. Um, and many, many Atani, that's humans again, uh, have uh, passed away because of it. And he looks at you and he says, you are not the first Atani. And he looks at Riken and, and uh, Faradir, who are the humans among you. And, and then also Burn uh, the dwarf. He, he says, you are not the, the first Atani that have come to these shores. All the first. Um, he he says that every time one of the second born come, they believe that they are here for some sort of divine purpose to possibly stop the end of the world or or for some other grandiose reason. He says, "Let me guess. You think you're here to stop the end of the world?" Well, in fact, we are. Uh, he laughs. Dagorath or whatever. Yeah, he he laughs. <laughs> he said, "There have been two groups before you that have come." He says, "The first um, are now resting in the cave of the Forgotten." And MJ, you have this lore card. If you want to okay. share with, with sure. people what it is, and you've you've actually heard of the cave of the Forgotten before. Nick, you might have even heard of the cave of the Forgotten. The caves of the Forgotten. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Um, the Cape of the Forgotten uh, is when the Numenorean army broke the ban of the um, Valar, invaded Amman, the, let's see, Uluvatar, um, thrust uh, the hills upon the army, thus imprisoning the great army until the end of days. The caves of the Forgotten are beneath the hills of Tuna, upon which the great city of Tyrion is built. Okay, so, yeah. 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 So MJ is originally from Tyrion. Tyrion is the, the home of the Noldor elves uh, on Amman, right? It's the, it's the mm-hmm. huge, huge continent where the gods live right next to Arisea and at one point the Numenorians thought you know what I think we'll just go take over Amman and they invaded and Iluvatar the one god actually intervened in that case and drowned Numenor he thrust the hills upon um, our Farazan's army and now they rest forevermore in the caves of the Forgotten, waiting for the end of days. And MJ, this is uh, MJ and Vic actually both met with the king of Tyrion, the king of the Noldors, and you, and you know that he's very he's he's nervous. His his whole household, his whole kingdom is built upon Tuna, the hill of Tuna, which is underneath of which there's an army buried waiting for the end of days. And so um, again, there's a, there's a bunch of humans buried next door that are going to come again and not be very happy. So that he, sounds dreadful. Yeah, he says they 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 were not the only Atani to come to to the Undying Lands. Um, 
we once had a, a visitor named Ariel who came um, to learn the, the history of this land that was uh, later lured by the drink of the elves um, to have eternal life. Um, he, he eventually passed and is buried in the tombs of the House of a Hundred Chimneys. He is, he is the one that I keep, and he is the one that has been disturbed by the shadow. Is there anything we can do to help? Baz getting rid of the shadow? Um, he says, I, I am not a warrior. I'm, I have, have locked up the cellar. But while you're here, if, if you could help clear our, you know, help put Ariel to rest, um, I would be glad to help you on your quest in any way that I can. Okay. Is Ariel in the cellar? He is, and he's awake. Oh, that doesn't sound very good. Um, um, does Gilfanon have any information about the um, mallet or the golden book or anything like that? Does he know anything about those? Um, he, he seems to, um, as soon as you mention that you're going to help, he, he starts moving towards and, and it's kind of like almost like catatonic, like uh, in his, or, or like very like OCD, like he doesn't really hear anything else. He starts heading to the cellar and he starts unbolting. <laughs> These these things on the on this massive door. Okay, I put more loman here. Um, Abby, I had a question. What was it? Who is Ariel again? The one with the little mermaid. <laughs> Did I get the name wrong? I'll share share a picture of you. So this is the picture you would see anytime you Google um, Book of Lost Tales. Uh, again, these are the books that, that uh, Tolkien wrote um, when he was first experimenting with the idea of writing a mythology for England. And Ariel, um, in, in his Book of Lost Tales, is the father of, um, of uh, gosh, uh, Horsa and Hengist. And if you've studied any of your old English uh, histories, they are sort of the fathers of, the, those, are, those are actually sort of Anglo-Saxon myths embedded in, in English history. And, and so, so he sort of, he rolled his Middle Earth Arisaia uh, mythology into the one that exists for England. Um, so Ariel is supposedly the father of Horsa and Hengist. Um, but, uh, but we know Ariel in a little different light. His, he came to Arisaia and stayed here um, and uh, obviously had a very different fate. All right, sure. Marco just texted me. Um, all right, so this is what this is what Ariel used to look like, and and again, if you're looking at if you're looking at sort of the longitudinal uh, Middle Earth kind of history, the the whole Arisaia, Ariel, Gilfanon story was at, was like way before anything else that you've ever read or watched on the on the silver screen. Um, this is something that he sort of played with and. Um, Eventually, Arisaia became a part of the Blessed Realm, but Arisaia was, a, you know, one of the first things that Tolkien ever wrote about. Remember with the poems he wrote about Quartirian and the House of Hunt, um, the Cottage of Lost Play? Mm -hmm. It was uh, it was his way of, of, so Ariel was was sort of the main, the protagonist, and he would travel through Arisaia and learn from Lindo and Vare and Gilfanon, and he would learn about the history of the elves in the British Isles, supposedly back in the day. So that, that's a little sort of meta <laughs> history. <laughs> Is that, is that clear? He's one of the humans that have that have come to Arisaia. Aris yes. Okay. Sort of. It's well, clear enough. Clear enough for somebody who just started playing with us, right? Y yes. All right. Marco's not coming, so um, maybe he's maybe he's also getting laid, Vic. 
Awesome. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nick was late, Abby. He was uh, indisposed. <laughs> Nick's just a little faster than Marco. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, it's been going on all day. We had a late, uh, an early dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes in heaven are better than no minutes in heaven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> As your wife, I'll just be quiet. <laughs> hey, man. Nice. That's all good. Whatever. Whatever it takes. Abby should yeah. come more often. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> That's what she says, too. <laughs> uh, perfect. Welcome to the group, hon. She just texted me a smiley face. It's, it's, it's three hours of this. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, this is the Cottage of Lost Play. <laughs> um, all right. So. So, so Gil Fannin comes over to the top of the stairs and, and basically, like, before he slides the last bolt, he he looks, he peeks his head out with his crazy eyes and he says, are you coming? Like, uh, uh, not yet. Why can't they come up here? <laughs> oh, he, he, he just waves his hands. He says, no, no, he cannot, uh, Ariel cannot come here. We must keep him uh, in where he is, in the crypt. Oh. Why is he in the crypt? Is he dead? Was well, dead. He was dead. Okay. So is this like Brecken's father all over again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that was a pretty messed up episode. Okay. That was, yeah. And, uh, okay, so what do you guys think? <laughs> Looking at everybody else. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't see why he can't come up here. He says, he, we must be quick. The evil breath will be on upon us before before you um, make up your mind. You, hurry, quick. I think go to the basement. Room. Let's say, let's give this guy a... Uh, uh, let's give the evil breath a mint and make it take our our, our our time making a decision here. I've been around six thousand years. Nothing happens too quickly. <laughs> right, you do, say you, you burn. You start looking out the window, and the the wind is actually blowing the the, the discolored fog towards you. Oh, okay. He's not. Kidding. I'm a dwarf. I'm never in a hurry. Let's <laughs> say okay. Well, let's go down before the uh, evil breath uh, stenches our nostrils. Before you have morning evil breath. Yeah, morning evil breath. All right, can I take you to the next map? Everybody on board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose. <laughs> <laughs>